Hey folks, just popping in here to say if you like this episode of the podcast, please give it a like rating. And if you haven't already done so, please consider subscribing. We can be found on YouTube, BitChute, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Links are all in the description wherever you're tuning in from. And now, on with the show. for another week for you even though youtube keeps trying to tell us we're not getting to anybody we think you're out there we believe you're out there we believe in you believe in us it's me your canadian info warrior destry mclean and the savage stir himself From outer space, baby, because Earth has turned into fucking clown world. So I'm out here on the moon. I'm just going to kick back and watch fucking Earth explode because it's turned into a shithole. And it's amazing how little oxygen you need when you're when you're out here. But then again, you know, people have said that uh, I've been oxygen deprived and it explains a lot about me. But Yeah. Well, I, I'm still here in my... Uh post-apocalyptic world here and no zombies around today so we're doing good yeah it kind of reminds me of like you're kind of like will smith in the i am legend movie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey uh before we get rocking and rolling i thought coffee if it'll oh, stay well, on the camera mind mind you the way youtube's been fucking us i'm starting to wonder if that's a jinx to us and you put a little rum in it <laughs> hey before uh, we get rocking maybe and rolling, we'll try I, some edibles again eh? <laughs> oh there you go before we get rocking and rolling i wanted to uh wanted to show well not show you but play something for you uh I, i've told you before about uh, the illustrious ben pie and his uh alex jones uh dance mixes yeah thought i'd give you a sample of some of the cool tunes on here and give our uh give our viewers and listeners at, at home uh, something to check out. Who knew that Alex Jones could be such a good, uh, good talented uh, dance artist. So <laughs> without further ado, here's the song known as Gay Frogs by Alex Jones. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn to freaking frogs gay. Do you understand that? Turn to freaking frogs gay. Serious crap gay. Frogs freaking frogs gay. That's funny. I'm going to sing it real slow for you. Gay frogs. That was gay frogs. That's all you can get out there on the moon, eh? And then, uh, yeah, Alex Jones, that's, 
Hey, Alex Jones isn't banned on the moon. I did all the Alex Jones I want. Uh, this this one is called uh, Alex Jones Seven Nation Army. Ad- advertising, can you believe that? Even on the moon, we can't avoid ads. Here we go. sample was Alex Jones Seven Nation Army uh, here's another one did I uh, oh yes this is classic you're going to live in a tank and be tied into this virtual world you'll be able to wire your head in and just get unlimited pleasure you'll feel like 10 times the best orgasm for 3 days if you want strength I think you're getting a little too much Alex Jones out there on the moon. Yeah, it's awesome, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough of that. So anyway, uh, shout out to Ben Pye and his Alex Jones uh, uh, mixtape. That's He's some, that's done some, some pretty shit. awesome ones. That's some good shit. It's funny, I can't stand uh, ever since TJ and uh, Paul and Scotty left the Drunken Peasants, I tried to tried to stay loyal to the Drunken Peasants and to Ben Pye, but uh, I can't stand Billy the Fridge and Pimp Monk and the other clowns that he brings in. So You used I, to love off. Billy the Fridge. I know, and now he's... I don't know. He, he's he's just goofy now. It'll just he he purposely starts arguments and says ridiculous shit on there. So I'm I'm off the drunken peasants, but I still subscribe and watch the odd uh, Ben Pie stream on his own channel. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, you know, and I like his uh, his other podcast called The Altered Perspective on uh, the Ben Pie channel. So check that out. Shout out to Ben Pie. Yeah. And uh, he's done well yeah. for himself with YouTube. So uh, yeah, there's us. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and let's let's get into it a little bit because uh, we were just discussing off air, you know how ridiculous. And we've brought it up before. Like bigger channels than us have made mention that you know we have this many subscribers, and then we're getting this many views. And all of a sudden, we go back to the same video, and the view count is, you know, decimated and chopped down. Yeah. And now we've been experiencing it. And yeah. at first, you figured it might have been bots, but now, you know, when they're doing it, it, it the way they've been doing it to us, it seems to be like a staged kind of thing where it just, you know, they, each day they chop a little bit more off, and yeah. it's like, and it's it's ridiculous. So. Anyone that uh, that sees sees our videos, you know, don't be uh, 
you know, don't be snobbish if you see a low view count on them. Give yeah. it a chance. Give it a view. Well, it, does, it almost does seem like what uh, Sam Tripoli said might be right, that YouTube wants to cut out the small content creators and uh, just have the big channels like Jimmy Fallon and Kimmel and guys like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 fucking annoying. On a on a on a other on another topic, um, I was fired up a couple of days back when I heard about uh, something that happened here locally. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I watched that I te- video now. I texted you about it about this couple, uh, 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 the Jansons. I believe it was David and Carol Jansons. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they are related to or part of the uh, family that owns a, a local chain of uh, pharmacies here in town. Yeah, and they, uh, yeah, the the husband, uh, he's he's suffering from prostate cancer. The wife has her own health issues. They apparently had uh, medical exemptions for not having to wear masks in the mall our local uh, inner city mall and they were uh, in the mall shopping and uh, this was this happened actually before well, just the- one one quick note though just in defense slightly in defense of the mall is that just because you have an exemption for wearing a mask doesn't mean they have to let you in no no i mean businesses can do whatever they want but yeah. it was the specific type of treatment this couple got yeah, exactly uh, Dave, Dave uh, the husband, uh, Mr. Jansen's, uh, decided that uh, he needed to sit and catch his breath. You know, uh, elderly, cancer sufferer, and uh, the food court was closed. But he sat on the steps leading into the food court, and uh, security uh, harassed them. And that they uh, couldn't sit there, and even though he explained the situation to him, I'm just catching my breath. That wasn't enough for the security guard. And uh, you know, there was there was some allegations of. Uh, oh, and also, uh, this happened back in July. This wasn't uh, just recently. No, no, because uh, the food court now is open, but under certain specifications. But back in July. The food court was totally shut off, and uh, and you you could mill around uh, mill around in the mall. This was the early days of the reopening, and uh, but I had a bad experience myself there, and yeah, I, I felt there was no need to go back because uh, the atmosphere there was the shits. Uh, the employees at the mall, many of them seem uneasy to be there. Some of them are in bad bad moods for whatever reason. Yep. Then you have then you have the zombies walking around with the masks, you know, looking looking either fearful or angry about something. So I guess uh, anyway. Long story short, this couple was harassed by the mall security, and according to them, they were uh, uh, handled roughly, ejected from the mall. The security supposedly, allegedly, followed them to their vehicle. They were parked in a handicapped spot, which I believe they were allowed to do. Yeah, they and, had a handicap uh, sticker on the vehicle and, or a handicap uh, parking permit. Some sort of skirmish took place. Yeah, and, the security guard 
alleges that the wife uh, spat on him. And she vehemently denies that, but then it led to him placing her in handcuffs and slamming her against the car, doing $2,500 damage to the car. And can you imagine And just the fact that he put her in handcuffs was illegal. Security guards in Ontario do not have that authority. I'm not sure why any of them are even allowed to carry handcuffs. And what was the whole purpose of following them out to their vehicle? It's one thing. Exactly. They're leaving. Yeah. You you stand at the entrance and watch them go like they do with all of the drunks. Yeah, like you're not an actual You don't see them chasing the drunks out across the parking lot. They stand at the entrance and watch them leave. You're security. You're not police. Your powers powers are limited in what you're allowed to do. Yep. They had done their job, if you believe their end of the the story that uh, the customers weren't following the protocols and were asked to leave they follow them to the door end of story you write your little report but instead he follows uh, them all the way to their vehicle yeah and even and if it, it was true that she had spit on him she wouldn't have been able to if he hadn't followed them all the way to the vehicle <laughs> yeah there was definitely words exchanged one way or the other like something Something went down between these two, yeah. and uh, you know, and there was there was some hints in this story that uh, uh, that the security guard happened to be, and I I think I know which guard they're referring to because uh, he he was wearing a turban and uh, was of East Indian descent, and there was an allegation of perhaps something got lost in translation in their mm-hmm. explanation to him yeah. about why they were not wearing masks and uh and then uh just the 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 rough treatment uh over a seemingly uh harmless incident and uh well that's one of the problems with security guards in this city in general is that too many of them believe that they have a lot more power than they actually have yeah yeah like uh Especially don't, don't, those ones at that mall. They they all think that they're cops in training. And, and most of these uh, box stores and malls now with their security, you know, they're, they're basically, uh, like, they're not supposed to engage in any kind of physical confrontation. That's right. They're not supposed to make arrests. They're not supposed to get physical. They're not supposed to make arrests. They're not supposed to use handcuffs, which, again, I don't understand why they even have them. Yeah. Like basically if they see someone stealing, then they're supposed to basically get all the fucking details and yeah, the description. Get all the information you can get and call the police. Keep yeah, an eye on them as long as you can. You know, follow follow it. and follow and surveil, but beyond that you're not supposed to actually in the old days we used to you know, when I was working security way back, you know, like I did both uh, nightclub security as well as private you know, security for, you know, security companies. And, you know, this is 20, 25 years back. But back then, it was more prevalent and you were, you know, you were required to try and, you know, kind of engage and, and make, make an, a citizen's arrest, if you will. Yeah. But due to all the, the, the skirmishes and incidents that, wound up in lawsuits they revised the security act and uh, now security guards are just basically uh 
Yeah, you're you're like a living, walking security camera, basically. Pretty much, yeah. You know, you're, you're not really allowed to do much of anything except get the description, take notes, yep. follow, call the cops. You can't really, uh, you're not really supposed to arrest or physically uh, get into a confrontation. So yep. there's definitely, and then the, the other part of this story that uh, David Menzies of Rebel News mentioned was. There was no when when they asked them all about security camera footage. There there was no security camera footage available. Yeah. And you and I both know that mall is cameraed up. And but what I'd like to know, and this is something that David Menzies didn't say, didn't clarify, is when the mall said it wasn't available, did they mean it's not available to you, or we don't have it? Oh, there because you it could be that they've already turned it over to the police and therefore they don't have it available. It could also be that the police don't want them turning it over to anybody else because it could interfere with the investigation. Good point. So that could be, you know, the mall could be saying it's not available to you because this is an ongoing investigation. And uh, another thing, I, like I was, I was so disgusted from what I had heard that I, you know, and I, I've already, before this incident, I'd already basically personally boycotted that mall because uh, yeah. I didn't like I didn't like the draconian measures in there. The shopping atmosphere was the shits, yeah. and a lot of the staff were rude. I haven't yeah, been I, in there myself in years. Yeah, so I that was my own personal. I didn't get into an incident per se. I just. Uh, found it an unpleasant experience so i just yeah. won't go but kind of annoying with my job too because uh you know in the cab i'll get sent to that mall and they'll say go to such and such doors and i'm like i don't know which freaking doors that is i don't shop at that mall i don't know where yeah. the stores are located you know yeah. <laughs> tell yeah. me something i can see from outside sure but don't tell me it's by this store or that store i don't know where the stores are i don't go in there yeah, it's the same uh, thing it, when they send me to uh, they'll they'll send me to say uh, Safeway grocery store and they say the pharmacy side. I don't shop there. I don't know where the frickin' pharmacy is in there. <laughs> Tell me north doors or south doors. You know, simple as that. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, this story uh, the Rebel News brought out the kind of gave our city a black eye for a couple of days there. It's like it's kind of blown over a little bit, but uh, you know, I was so riled up when I first heard about it. I was, I was, I was putting uh, boycott inner city mall on my Facebook, and then I thought, well, I was already boycotting it, so why yeah. do I need to? Why do I need the virtue signal by bringing this case up, especially if I don't know all the particulars? Yeah. So I, I just, I took down the post, but uh, that mall deserves think, a black eye, though. <laughs> well, I, I just think a lot of these, uh, the, not just the malls, but the big box stores, they're all implementing this draconian communist fucking, you know, these protocols that make the shopping experience unpleasant. And that was the whole, that was half the point of going to these places was for the shopping experience. Yeah. And now, you know, what's the point? I'd that, rather pay uh, 
that lawyer in Toronto, I, I don't remember his name now, but there's a lawyer in Toronto who is offering his services to anybody who's been fined or discriminated against due to the mask requirements. And uh, he has taken the Janssen's case. Nice. So nice. I'm curious to see how that's going to turn out because uh, as far as I'm concerned, the mall needs to make reparations to the Janssen's. They need to pay for the damage to the vehicle and make reparations for the assault, basically. And I believe that security guard needs to be fired and at the very least retrained. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and, again, and it brings me again to the, we could be avoiding so many of these freaking instance, in, uh, instances and uh, so, so much of these controversies because you're seeing it on Twitter and on YouTube, all these viral videos of confrontations and all these stores and businesses. Yeah. To me, it's real, real simple. The mandatory mask law is an is a absolute brutal failure and it's an infringement on people's rights. Mm -hmm. I think, though people should be given the option. So it should have been, uh, you know, like a, a voluntary or, you know, freedom of choice thing where... A recommendation. Yeah. As opposed you, to an order. A recommendation. And then for the people who are, as I put them, cowards, sheep, you know, fearful. Yeah. You fucks can wear the masks. Yeah. And worry, worry about your social distancing. And... Those that aren't fearful and don't give a shit and think it's all bullshit can do as they damn well please. Yeah. And then everyone's happy. The people that are worried, they'll be protected. They've got their beloved masks. Yeah. And if that's not enough, wear your stupid uh, plexiglass <laughs> shield there, your welder's mask, yeah. fucking whatever. But you know, other people who enjoy the freedom of breathing, breathing. the fresh air... Uh, <laughs> should be given that and then you avoid so many of these but this is what big brother wants right they mm -hmm. they, they want the you know they, they want people to be scared they want yep. the conflict they want Keep the freak out uh, and speaking of which let's let's get it out of the way before before it goes into like uh, uh, every episode I talk about our stats here so I'll, I'll get it out of the way now <laughs> CD, CDC this story came out, and now since this story came out, good luck finding it on any of the mainstream media. Yeah, they they either make excuses for this this story, or anyone that retweets, posts it on Facebook, posts it on Instagram, gets it taken down or censored. And yet, it's facts from the CDC itself. Here it is: CDC admits error. Ninety-four percent of deaths were not from COVID alone. Plus, the average age of this 6% who died from COVID alone was 80. Yeah. So, figure it out, folks. But now, remember, remember when I told you that uh, us mentioning it is pretty much useless because the lefties can't be red-pilled? Well, yeah. now the lefties are saying... They're, they're basically putting out memes. I saw one yesterday saying uh, 2,700 or whatever the number is, people died on 9-11, right, at the World Trade Center towers. But of that, 
you know, 1,800 of them had pre-existing conditions. So really only about 800 of them died from the planes crashing into the towers. And that's what you sound like when you say this. And I'm like, no, because it's two completely different things. It's obvious the planes crashing into the towers is what killed the people. You Let's know? talk about comparing apples to oranges, eh? Yeah, but that's so, what the lefties are doing now. So, yeah, so there's there's this mass censorship. When this first broke out, I was telling every, anyone that would listen, and then when they'd go to look it up, it was getting taken down or censored yeah. wherever. So it's infuriating, but... Even uh, like uh, Rebel News, uh, Alex Jones, a bunch of alternative media are still putting it up and reminding people. So I, I just look. don't bother engaging the lefties when I see that shit, though. Yeah, because it's just pointless. They're brainwashed and indoctrinated. Exactly, into... and it's not going to get you anywhere. No. So Everything here's on the... the internet is like running in the Special Olympics. We'll leave it at yeah. that. <laughs> oh, here's here's the weekly update. Uh, right off the actual WHO site, worldwide cases. Now, last week it was just over 25 million. This week it's 25 million and just over, well, 25 million and almost 600,000. It's 25, 590,000. Okay. Worldwide deaths. 876,000. Now, when you hear 876,000 deaths, yeah. that's, a, that's a lot of deaths, but that's worldwide, and that's out of 25 million cases yeah. of a highly infectious flu. When you, when you do the arithmetic, divide the deaths into the number of cases, and then factor in, these are confirmed cases. There's probably millions more asymptomatic that don't know it. Exactly. And even with this, when you do the math, it is 0 0.0342. In other words, you have a survival rate of basically 99.07. Yeah, 0 0.07, yeah. When you round it off. 0.07. Canada, 130,800. Actually, no, yeah, no, never mind. 99.97, actually. Yeah, that's right. 100, 100, 130,000 cases in Canada, 130,800. Total deaths, 9,000. So our rate is 0 0.07 or a 99.03 survivor oh, rate. 99.93. Uh, I'm saying the death rate's 0 .07. Yeah, no, 0 0.07 leaves you 99.93. Nine, thank you. Okay, 99.93. <laughs> So just imagine that we've, yeah. we've, we've done we've, this we've to ourselves. We've shut down our entire society and put ourselves into all this fear and forcing people to wear masks and, and, and all the ancillary shit that goes along with that now too because you got you know police being extra vigilant with people because they're not wearing masks or whatever i haven't heard of any cases yet but you know what i mean it would it can lead to and we've done all of this for something that has a 99.97 percent survival rate and of those numbers they're now saying 94 percent of those numbers they didn't die of covid alone they basically got finished off by covid yeah so like they could have been 
having cancer, pneumonia, diabetes, you name the list of ailments, elderly and infirm. Yeah. And then this came along and finished them off. But, but you know, already... if you got hit by a bus tomorrow, it wasn't the bus that killed you. The bus just finished you off because you were already dying slowly. Oh, yeah, that, that's the lefties' you're, argument, you're, right? you're dying of life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the water is poisoning you. Yeah. No, I, I'm just sick. I'm just sick of the the whole fucking the deal. And it doesn't matter how much. It's like you say. It doesn't matter how much we try and tell these sheep. Mm -hmm. All they hear when they watch CBC. They come up with is, their own excuses. Yeah, and then they they and, watch. And that's what they accuse us of. Then they watch CBC and CNN and laugh at us for for our online sources when yeah. we're going to going to the actual. And, and they accuse us of making up excuses for everything. It's like, learn how to internet, Grandma. Learn <laughs> yeah. how to, hey, Karen. Hey, Boomer. Learn how to internet. You know, go go to the fucking actual World Health Organization website. Yeah, and go then, to the source. But here are these idiots. They watch their CBC and CNN, and all they do is promote how many people are testing positive. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, because they're doing more testing. And yeah. then they talk about the rate of infections going up, but they don't mention the rate of deaths going down. Nope. Because that, that, that you know, that's not, in, you know, it doesn't comply with the narrative. That's right. Of, of, of let's cause a panic, because that's what our globalist masters want us to put out there. Yep. It's funny how these box stores, the Walmarts, Costcos, the Amazons, these guys are fucking turning into the richest fucks ever, and all the local shops, businesses, restaurants are going tits up. Yeah. And then these these guys' stocks have never been higher. You know, <laughs> McDonald's, Walmart, these companies, mm -hmm. their stocks are through the fucking roof. But, you know, Joe Schmo local restaurant, he can't even open, and so he goes under. Yeah. Or, you know, like the people figure it out, wake up. You got scammed. Yeah, big time. The wealth, the wealth from the middle class, is being siphoned off, and it's going up to the top of the pyramid, to the upper. Yeah, they're robbing us. They're and, collapsing. And I, I heard recently that uh, I can't remember if it's our liberal party or or if it's actually our conservative party, but uh, somebody here in Canada wants to make the wants to basically turn the CERB benefits into a permanent uh, um, like a UBI th thank you yeah I was just having a brain fart there universal yep. basic income and they, they want to make it permanent and turn it into that now that sounds great on the surface but what it get what it comes down to is keeping us at a certain wage and you know it makes it easier to control us yeah and it it, it kills off all ambition yeah and then they're killing off the jobs anyways like i i, I got here's something for you like canada's world bank credit rating plunges this article canada's world bank credit rating plunges as the liberals plan massive deficit spending uh the gross government debt is currently 120% greater than our country's economic output. Where do you think <laughs> this is leading to? Yeah. 
This is a, this is straight out of the the fucking uh, National Post. Jesus. Okay. Here, uh, you know, like wait, wake up, we're gonna, people. We're going to be Venezuela in a couple of years. Yeah, we're going to be killing our pets for food. You know, like uh, yep. you, you know, and people laugh now, but uh, once the supply chain starts grinding to a halt, those bread lines are going to become a reality, and then from there. Fights in the stores over the crumbs that are left. Wake up. Yeah. Wake up, sheep. Wake up, sheep. You're getting killed. So, and uh, fucked. yeah. And fuck. <laughs> Here's an article from The Blaze. More ridiculousness. Uh, more crazy commie shit. So, Target fires an employee who, were, I guess, some of these Target stores have their own Starbucks in them. Yeah. Our, our, our Target didn't have one. No. In fact, our Target didn't stay open very long at all. Uh, they didn't so, stay open long enough to make coffee. No. <laughs> but uh, all, I believe pretty much the majority of Targets in Canada went tits up, and it's primarily the United States market now. Yeah. But I guess some of these Targets in the States, they got their own Starbucks, so... A Starbucks barista was fired for uh, an employee named Van Grayson Hart for making poisonous Blue Lives Matter Starbucks drink and posting it on, uh, I don't know if it's a girl or a guy, posting it on their Instagram. Hmm. Uh, so this barista made the drink, added bleach to it, filmed a, oh, filmed a TikTok video and said, all I want for Christmas is more dead cops. Jesus. And, and the goal was once a police officer would come in, they would be served this drink. Luckily, no officer came in and drank this concoction, but I guess this TikTok video exposed this person. And you know what I can't get over about that? How stupid do you have to be to video your own crime and yeah. upload it? To a live streaming service and think you're going to get away with it. <laughs> like just shoot yourself now. You're a waste of space. You yeah. Like, like why they think they're going to get away with it when they've just uploaded the whole freaking crime to a, a live streaming service. <laughs> unreal. Fucking unreal. But you know uh, that that's the that's the the current generation. Everything has to be uploaded to the internet, so they it doesn't occur to them that oh, this could get me in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I when I seen that story, I'm like, is there any wonder why cops now are you know they talk about defunding the police? I don't think they're going to have to worry. I think a lot of cops are quitting at this point because they see how hopeless and pointless it is doing this job. Yeah. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. You know, you do your job, they critique your arrests. Yeah. Like if you uh, if you don't do your job, well then, oh, you know, you're ne you're neglecting uh, your citizens, and and then you go you go to grab a on your break, you go to grab some food or a drink, and these people are fucking poisoning you. Yeah. Or they're just, spitting in it, or they're jacking off into it. And and for what? You know, like, uh, I, I don't understand this Marxist, leftist, yeah. you know, self-sabotaging uh, ideology, but uh, 
Yeah, I couldn't believe when I heard that. So thankfully, no officer drank this concoction. Yeah. Uh, the thankfully, the, the idiot that did it was stupid enough to upload their crime to the internet and got stopped. And so far, no charges have been laid against this person, but they did lose their job. So there's at least something to take from that. Yeah. Here's it's, another. It's hard uh, to prove attempted murder if nobody was served it. Yeah. Here's an article from uh, uh, True North, a Canadian news uh, news channel on YouTube. Uh, so the Canada Revenue Agency just announced that uh, they've become aware of multiple instances of secure databases being hacked into by criminals. But get this. Some of these criminals that hacked into it, they figure it's an inside job that it's Canada Revenue Agency employees. Hmm. Your thoughts on our beloved Canada Revenue Agency and the news that we're being hacked by federal yeah, employees. Isn't that lovely? I don't know. <laughs> more and more clown world, eh? Yeah. So, uh, we need Toronto, more of that shit. Toronto Sun article. Conservative leader Aaron O'Toole pledges to defund the bloated and biased CBC. Hmm. That alone will... I might vote for him just on that alone. Yeah. Uh, advertising... That alone might help pay for our debt. So let's get a load <laughs> of this. You know, what country... Like, uh, you know, imagine if the states had... had uh, a national government run news media. How trustworthy would you think that would be? Yeah. You'd, we don't trust Russian, you know, broadcast uh, news yeah. agencies. And so, you know, and our country, the CBC. Well, I don't know. Uh, the uh, Pravda newspaper has some pretty good uh, stories about UFOs and stuff and demons yeah. coming out of the earth and. Tuk 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 or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so the Aaron O'Toole he's pledging to defund if elected as prime minister, to fund the uh, bloated and buy a CBC. Apparently, advertising only covers a fraction of this fucking uh, shitty network's revenue. Yeah. The majority of their revenue comes from a 1.2 billion dollar grant from the federal government. So they're so overbloated in their budget that and, and the that's majority... a grant. That's a giveaway. Yeah. It's not even a loan. It's a grant. Yeah. <laughs> our our tax dollars funding a leftist propaganda machine called the CBC. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's uh, Justin Trudeau's bullhorn there. You don't you don't hear them ever critique all they ever it's funny, it's a Canadian news and all they ever talk about is Trump. I never hear them saying anything negative about Trudeau. Yeah, they're not it's allowed a, to. No. <laughs> they know where their paycheck's coming yeah, from. They know where their bread's buttered. Oh, so all these dumb boomers and Karens that think that we just pull this out of the thin air, these are stories I got online. I didn't watch the CBC or CNN. National <laughs> Post, respected National Post. Yeah. Roger, Rogers launches 5G in more than 50 Canadian communities by year's end. The obvious ones, Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal, Vancouver, but there was also a number of smaller communities dotted across Canada 
that are going to be getting 5G by year's end. Luckily, Thunder Bay was not on the list for the time being, mm-hmm. but you know it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Uh, your thoughts on the, the 5G coming to Canada and David Icke and his conspiracy uh, theories related to 5G? Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's hard to know what to believe about that because uh, it's not just his conspiracy theory either. It's, uh, there, there are several countries, governments in Europe who are saying we need more time to do research on this. There hasn't been enough research done, and we need to hold off on it. There's there's actually quite a few countries in Europe that have banned 5G, at least temporarily. So, I mean, we're not talking about just conspiracy theory here, you know. I I think a lot more research needs to be done before they start launching it, too. Absolutely, and we, we, we watched... Uh... I think we talked about it before, but I know I've seen the, this video. Uh, it might have been on uh, Band.Video or Alex Jones Infowars, where uh, they were talking with a person who installs these 5G towers. And uh, there was, he had all kinds of pictures showing the signs, you know, when these things were being erected, that uh, the signs saying, like, keep so many meters away, cancer-causing radiation, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then pictures of all these dead birds laying on the ground where the tower... Yeah. <laughs> and then Britain, after David Icke uh, did his expose uh, of 5G technology, uh, more than 50 uh, British uh, 5G towers were vandalized or set fire to because the people don't want to have these in their neighborhoods you know, yeah. giving them radiation and cancer. Gotta have a dart. <laughs> yeah, getting, gotta have her. He's getting, he's getting fired up here. He's gotta have a dart. Okay, here's another here's another little goofy thing here. This came from Fox News. Gonna so suck on a fag. Yeah. So here's a Fox News story. Chicago street gangs being co-opted by Antifa are going to have said they'll be targeting police and threats of murdering police who try to use force in making arrests. Now, if someone's resisting arrest, the police officer has to do whatever he can to to restrain and make... And so now they got to be looking over their shoulder at Chicago gangbangers lurking in the background looking to snipe them and they're being uh, you know being co-opted and encouraged by uh, Antifa and uh, that well, Chicago- that's one of the reasons why nothing is being done about these uh, protesters and everything in in some of these cities because the cops know hey there's just not enough of us against them we can't just randomly open fire no you know you go in you and got, try to arrest one, you're going to have 50 of them piling on top of you. So the and, cops and what are like, sh- screw that shit, man. I'm I'm not paid to just go out and commit suicide. <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. And go figure, Chicago, right? Like, these same handful of cities keep cropping up with all this bullshit. Yeah. You know, uh, Democrat-run cities, Chicago, L.A., Portland, Seattle, etc. And... I don't understand the methodology because they, they go and blame Trump for all this stuff, but you're the one running that community. Yeah, exactly. 
Can't yeah. blame Trump for it. You're the one that's not doing anything about it. You're the one who's not asking for any federal help. You're the one who's, in, in fact, flat out stating you don't want federal help. How can you blame Trump? Yeah, and, and believe you me, neither of us is like, uh, you know, a bootlicker or, or in the fan club of the Orange Man. But, you know, you can see the tactics a mile away. Like, they 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 use this lockdown as, a, as an excuse to derail the economy so yeah. they could blame that, blame that on them. Like, yep. They're basically destroying their country and trying to lay blame, saying, well, look who was the president when all this shit happened. Yeah, exactly. And all he has to say now is he's like, well, geez, it was you guys that created the problem, and I've yeah. offered help, and you guys turn it down. I heard... I. I heard a rumor, though, I'm not sure where I heard it or read it, but apparently uh, they are sending the National Guard into these sanctuary Democrat cities soon. Yeah, because he, he's, he's literally left with no alternative at this yeah. point because it's, it's out of control. Like, they, they tried to burn down the mayor of Portland's condo, and he's he's the guy that was fucking marching with these losers at one point. Yeah. And they think so little of him. They know he's a sellout and a phony. So they went to where his condo unit was. Luckily, he was on an upper floor. But they were trying to storm into his condo and set it ablaze. So now, apparently, he has to change locations. Yeah. And, you know, it's like you created the monster. Yeah. You know, like, it's fucked. Like, luckily, that kind of shit's not happening yet in Canada. But it's yeah. coming. It's coming. And I think the only reason the only reason it's not is we're such a pacifist country in nature, but also we're already basically communist and leftist anyways. Yeah. So you know, there's there's little to fight over because we're in the minority, the ones that that are you know, that are awake and red pilled and see what's going on. We're in the minority. We're surrounded by a bunch of compliant sheep. We're yep. embracing their enslavement. Yep. Uh, yeah, fucking... Oh, here's one for you. Charlie Kirk, uh, noted young Republican and founder of Turning Point USA, tweeted recently, if the riots are so peaceful, why won't Joe Biden go visit with his voting base and interact with them and the media? Yeah. What's he? What's he afraid of? <laughs> See, I, I wonder. Yeah, I thought it was humorous. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I just mentioned that. Oh, uh, uh, I don't know if you heard. Well, there was that uh, teenager Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. Uh, Seventeen. He was. Uh, I don't know why this kid shows up to Kenosha with a with an AR-15, but uh, and. I think you got to be 18 to have have one or something there, but he gets himself into a situation. He tries to run away from protesters rather than use his weapon, but he put himself in this situation, and now he was forced to defend himself because now he's being chased. He falls, trips and falls, and in this video uh, that's been going online, you see... Uh, one of the protesters hit him over the head with a skateboard. A second one's rushing in with a weapon of some sort in his hand. There's, uh, it's hard to tell 
There's been people saying it was a knife or a gun, but he had a weapon in his hand. Yeah. These two, these two guys got shot straight away. And then a third person that, that attacked got shot. So two of the three died. Uh, the person with the weapon in the hand lived, got his bicep blown off. But they're being made out to be like these, these poor victims when yeah. they were chasing this kid down and we're looking to put a beating on him if not kill him yeah uh, he, he he's stupid for going there in the first place with a gun yep because so that's can't, provocation but they're trying to charge this kid with attempted murder when it's an obvious case of self-defense if anything you could pinch him for a weapons charge because I, I don't believe he, he legally had the right to own that firearm he was yeah. too young He'll probably wind up having to plead down to manslaughter or something. Yeah, and all that for trying trying to be some kind of stud hero to his peers by showing up at, at the melee and, you know, just let these cities burn. Yeah. yeah he wasn't even from Kenosha. You, you got no dog in the fight. Stay yeah. the fuck away. Let it burn if that's what they want to do. You know, if you're a resident of Kenosha... You know, fight for your own property or ask for the feds. But these people, these out-of-towners that are trying to LARP and show up yeah. and be vigilantes, this is what happens to you. So it's a, it's a sucky situation all around because now this 17-year-old kid who basically had to shoot them or get killed or severely beaten himself, he now finds himself in jail on attempted murder charges. Yep. And related to these riots, we have the other end of the spectrum. We have Aaron Danielson, a Patriot Prayer Group member. This happened in Portland. He was shot dead in the streets by one Michael Forrest Reinold, uh, 48, an Antifa member, both men from Portland. This Patriot Prayer Group decided to clash with the Antifa BLM protesters, you know, that's going to be a shit show. And especially these Patriot prayer group people being the Bible thumpers they supposedly are, they had paintball guns and bear mace, but no actual guns. Mm -hmm. And the BLM and Antifa guys, they had guns and (laughs) they used them on this Aaron Danielson. And despite the fact he even had a bulletproof vest, bullet still managed to find its way and he was shot dead in the dead in the street and uh, now this was a few days back already police tracked down this michael forrest reinold and i guess he didn't want to surrender to police and he was shot dead by the police either he was shot dead by the police or he committed suicide but he's dead now so now we have two dead people and the portland mayor here's a shocker Portland mayor, guess who he blames? Gee, hmm. I'm thinking Sarah Palin. <laughs> yeah. Even 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 beyond the pale of that, he blames the orange man, Donald Trump. Yeah, of course same he does. Donald, the same Donald Trump who offered to send feds there to clean up the streets. Yep. No, it's his fault because the, the the culture he's created with yeah. this this divide and racism and blah blah blah, and like oh whatever. Yeah, buddy. 
whatever. So anyway, that's, uh, you know, I could go on and on. There's so many stories <laughs> I got here, but you know what? It, it's, it's all just fucking depressing shit there. So why don't we just fucking say, let the world burn. Fuck yep. it. I'm here on the moon. I think I'm better. here safe and sound on the moon. You're over at THX 1138. Yeah. Oh, uh, and what what star system is that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know we're 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 safely tucked away far enough that we can uh, you know watch from a distance as the world fucking blows up. Uh, it's, it's fucking amazing. So. Uh, how about yeah? We, right about uh, now, it sure would be nice if we really were this far away. <laughs> it really would, wouldn't it? Like, <laughs> you know, my our screensavers. Uh, you know, it's a nice pipe dream, but uh, no, unfortunately, we are stuck in the middle of this fucking shit, and yep. seemingly with no end in sight because we're surrounded by buffoons cowards morons and sheep yep who just keep voting for these same kind of dum-dums and keep watching the same propaganda cnn cbc yep. take it as the gospel truth tell people who actually research online and use alternative independent media that's not bought off <laughs> and we spit out the facts that we're getting and they're like who fake news fake news you guys are the ones watching fake news you just yep. don't you just don't fucking know it exactly so on, uh, a, on a brighter note i'm under 300 for the first time in years hey <laughs> i can... figured i'd throw that in there hey tell everyone you know because you went your starting point was like way higher yeah, my starting point was uh, 327, I believe, when I first got serious and started watching my weight and started making my changes. And uh, now it's been probably about three months since then because it was uh, shortly after a doctor's appointment. And I, I remember that. So, yeah, it was probably about three months and I've lost uh, almost 30 pounds in that time. Hey, way so to go. I'm down to, I just weighed myself this morning, 299. There you go. I'll take it. <laughs> yep. Hey, congrats. And you know, all I've been doing, because with my job, I mean, I'm sitting on my ass 12 hours a day, and after 12 hours a day of doing that, you know, there's no real ambition to go to a gym or anything like that. Plus, I don't really have the time because I got to get home, I got to get some sleep, I still got to get back up again and do it all over again. You know, I, I have 12 hours off, but in that time, I need eight hours sleep. I need time to wind down. I need time to have a shower. I need time to get up again, have something to eat, get ready to go. So it's not all 12 hours that I can sleep, obviously. You know, and so uh, basically what I've been doing is I've pretty much cut out almost all carbs and sugar. And uh, I've cut my portions way back, and I'm basically eating about four, sometimes five small meals a day, rather than three large ones. And that seems yeah. to be what's working for me slowly but surely. Yeah, like it, there's so many different ways of going about it, but the main thing is just taking the steps and actually doing something about yeah. your situation. Like, 
for some people it's going vegan for other people's it's the all you know the carnivore diet yeah you know everyone everyone's different and everyone's yeah, approach that's right. is different. everything uh different things work for different people but the bottom line though i think the common thing with all these diets though is you know one of the you know one of the biggest things is you know cutting out you know the, you know the you know, get rid of the gluten, the sugar, you know, the the useless carbs. Yep. These sorts of things, like like sugar, sugar and alcohol are two of the biggies. Yeah. You know, and uh, and I, I almost mean, never drink, so that wasn't a problem for me. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you know, our our party days are long behind us. Yeah. Uh, you know, once in a blue moon, I might have a beer, but it, it really, literally is once in a blue moon. Yeah, get it, but blue it's, moon. It, the the heart, <laughs> yeah. But it's the uh, it, it's the breads and shit like that that we just love so much, and pasta. You know, that's the hard thing to cut out. But I've managed to do it: bread, pasta, rice. I I still have a little bit of bread products every now and then. I'll have a. I I like to treat myself on the weekends with taco time, so there's a bit of a bread product there in the tortillas. And uh, I eat tortillas occasionally at home as well. Um, yeah. But, you know, I mean, it, it's... The amount that I eat now is probably about 10% of what I used to eat. Yeah, so. I've, been, I've, been, I've been doing, uh, you know, my, my big thing has been... You know, eating eating more meat, snacking less, no sugar, no uh, no booze, uh, and then for for activity, uh, drinking a shitload of water. Uh, I dr- I drink I, I got rid of the coffee habit for the time being. I, I do drink tea, but the you know no sugar or milk or anything in my tea, just plain. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, I, I do a, I do a grunt grunt labor type job in the cleaning. And, yeah, so you've uh, got a bit of an advantage there because you get exercise in your job. I don't. And and with this pandemic, the gym for me is not an option because not going to wear a mask to work out. And yeah. So I've been I've been working out at home, just doing. You know, I'm I'm you know we're we're approaching the half century club. We don't need to be doing CrossFit or powerlifting, yeah. or, or you know. So I'm just doing the basic calisthenics, you know, jailhouse push-ups, and I got a couple little kettlebells that I'll fart around with, and you know, that's good enough, good enough for me, and some yeah. some fat guy, fat guy stretches. I've so, got an exercise uh, bike out in the garage too that I've started using a little bit lately as well, but you know, because of my size, my weight as it is. The bicycle seat kind of hurts my ass, so I can't use it every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I was out there, uh, not yesterday, but day before when I got home from work, I went out there and I did about, I think, something like 17 minutes. I, I did about three songs, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to start. Three songs on my workout track. When I first, when I first started, like I used to, in my, my days, in my 20s and 30s when I was bouncing, in the bars, I used to do a lot of power lifting and, and you know heavy heavy lifts and and this and that. You know, train like a psycho, and then I dabbled in martial arts. But now, you know, it's just about maintenance and not. Yeah. You know, you 
not being stiff and sore all the time. So no, it's just, it's perfectly, I still have the muscle memory. So it's just about being active. So, you know, simple push-ups, uh, you know, simple leg stretches, you know, put my leg up on a high counter and stretch my leg for a minute. Yeah. You know, just little things. And when you first start after being away from it for so long, you know, in the beginning, I'd get winded after a handful of push-ups. Now I'm banging out like minimum 30, 40 uh, rep uh, sessions per set there of push-ups. You know, I bang yeah. out hundreds of push-ups every day now. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's from, you know, you just you just, you just just got to start, put one foot forward yeah, exactly. and the next. And just, uh, you know, because we're, uh, we're only on this fucking uh, planet for so long and then we're worm meat, so may as well, uh, as the old saying goes, use it or lose it. Yeah, enjoy what we've got. So on that note, uh, how about uh, you know, we've had a lot of negative shit uh, today. Let's uh, let's get everyone back into a, a good mood there. Finish strong. How about yeah, a game, game of, of would, would you rather? <laughs> game of would you rather? Uh, first time viewers, listeners, we play this game every week called Would You Rather. Most of you have heard of it. I asked Destry a series of questions. He has a choice between option A and option B. There is no right or wrong answer. It's and open to debate. often no good answer. <laughs> no, often no good answer. So blah, blah, blah. That being said, Destry, are you ready? Sure. Question number one. Would you rather, if a gun was held to your head, would you rather A, drink from a toilet or B, eat from a litter box. Has Taking the, into account that you've got a gun pointed at your head and you have to choose. Has the toilet been flushed? Ooh. <laughs> yes. Yes, this this is very important, this question. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm going for if as long as it's been flushed. <laughs> okay, so if you, what you're saying is if it's flushed and the water is relatively clean you will drink from a toilet but if it's not you would rather eat from the litter box uh. <laughs> i think i'd still go a I, yeah I, I think i would still go with a <laughs> little little flex little little, <laughs> little nuggets in the toilet and you're like yeah, but that litter box. Ah. <laughs> At <laughs> least I only have to drink from it. I don't have to eat what's floating around in it. Yeah, I'm just picturing on all fours and like a kitty cat there lapping at its milk. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. But once again, uh, as has been the trend in recent episodes, I have to agree with you. So question number one, would you rather drink from a toilet or eat from a litter box if a gun was held to your head and you had to choose? I would, same as you, prefer drinking from the toilet. Yeah. Question number two, would you rather A, have a third nipple or B, have a extra toe. Hmm. 
I think I'd probably go with A because people don't realize how important your toes are for balance and an extra one can really screw things up. Whereas yeah. a third nipple can just be hidden under a shirt and it doesn't affect anything. Plus that's one more toenail to clip too, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and who cares about a third nipple? I mean, uh, yeah. you can have your shirt on 90% of the time anyways. That's right. Once again, I think we are in agreement. <laughs> we would both prefer having a third nipple, A, over option B, having an extra toe. Yeah. Question number three. Destry, would you rather A, go back in time to meet deceased loved ones or B, go ahead to the future and meet future kids or grandkids? Uh, I'd probably go with A. For one thing, I don't have any kids, so I'm not going to have any future grandkids. <laughs> and I uh, don't plan on having any kids in this lifetime. So, yeah, I think I'd have to go with A on that one. Likewise, I think I would go A because, you know, there's always, you know, you know, you know a deceased relative, whether it's your grandma or a parent or someone you were close to, that you always wish that... Uh, you know, you go back and tell them something you never got to tell them. And, yeah. You know, whereas, like you say, with the future, I mean, just living your life, you're going to move ahead to the future. You may not be at warp speed, but you're going to. And uh, if you have kids or grandkids in the future, what's what's the rush to shoot ahead? And yeah. know, cause that option may or may not be there regardless, but. You know, having a chance to go back and, and you know, say whatever you want to say. To, yeah. You know, you know. So, yeah, once again, three for three. We are in sync here. Question four. Hmm. Would you rather, A, be your current physical self, forever or B be your current financial status forever so A well physical B financial that sort of sounds like if I stick with my current physical self it's not going to kill me so I think I would stick with that and still have the opportunity to get better financially. <laughs> Once again, buddy. Because or... honestly, I'm actually quite happy with my physical self. If it weren't for the fact that my physical condition brings with it the added risks of heart attack and shit like that, I wouldn't care about losing weight. I, you know, I'm not doing it for the looks. <laughs> there you go. See, one, so, I can't believe, like, for, like, likewise, I would prefer, uh, you know, being my current uh, physical self forever than. Well, it's more obvious for me, given my financial status. I'm a, I'm a yeah. disaster. That's that's <laughs> what two divorces and a lot of bad choices in life will do to us. Yeah. So that's uh, that's what. 
that pretty much sums that up. But uh, definitely, uh, I mean, I'd love to be in better shape, but uh, yeah. given my age, I'm not in too bad a shape, I have to say. And uh, yeah. you know, I get a lot of people that say to me, oh, look, you're almost 50? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, they, most people peg me as maybe, you know, eight to ten years at least younger than that. So, yeah. So I figure I'm doing all right. Yeah. Uh, For me, it depends on whether or not I'm shaving. Yeah. I get, if I don't shave, I get more gray in the beard, and then people will peg me as a little older. But uh, if I'm keeping it trim and you can't see the, the gray hairs in it, most people peg me for five to ten years younger than I am. Oh, likewise. My, when I had my goatee all around, it was just complete salt and pepper. Yeah. And uh, I shave. I've been shaving my head for the last few years, but uh, you know, even a few years back, it was starting to go salt and pepper up top. I can only imagine if I just let it grow right out, yeah. it'll be completely white as a ghost. So I, I'll definitely look like ten years older if yeah. I if I do that. So, but yeah, you know. Can always, I'm lucky uh, though with my beard the length it is right now because it's mostly light brown and blonde. So <laughs> if I keep it this length, I, I don't see the grays, eh? Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what I'm doing these days. I'm just I'm not bothering to to shave my head anymore. I'm just keeping it trimmed down to about a quarter of an inch, and I'm okay. doing the same thing with the beard. Mm. I got a nice yep. uh, beard trimmer that's got a built-in vacuum and everything. It's got a little pocket where it sucks the hair into. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, me, me. I'm just, uh, I'm just too friggin' uh, lazy, and I like low maintenance, and I hate to. You know, the last time I got my hair cut, it was my second, uh, my second ex-wife that used to cut my hair because I hated going to the barber. So yeah. for me, it's, uh, for me, it's like you know, once or twice a week. <laughs> lather it up well see that's the thing for me is that the whole reason is the low maintenance too because i find it more maintenance to shave lathering up and everything and fuck that i just with the trimmer done do that once every two weeks yeah (laughs) i don't know i've had bad luck uh, with electric razors and what have you and trimmers so now i just and for me it's like you know some scalding hot water in a sink lather up five minutes i'm i'm good to go yeah but uh well my other reason too is uh my head isn't very good looking when it's bald because of my patches of psoriasis and stuff so (laughs) yeah me i got this cue ball pumpkin head so i was just yeah you got a a good smooth head there and uh good real shape to it no point or anything but yes. I got a bit of a point to mine, but also I've got the uh, angry red patches from the psoriasis there. So <laughs> we all got our crosses to bear, man. We yeah. all got our crosses to bear. <laughs> yeah, just like you know me, me and my large penis. It's a hard thing yeah. to have to finding <laughs> finding underwear to contain it, and yeah, uh, yeah it's a curse. But finding you know, a strong enough sling to contain all that weight. Yeah, all that girth and, uh, you know, and then they, uh, I've, I've worn out two wives with it, so. Yeah. Uh, it's a burden. It's a burden. <laughs> anyway, all kidding aside, it's been a been another episode. Uh, yeah, that any it has been. Any shout-outs you got? 
No, I don't think so. Not this week. Okay, well, other than my usual shout-out to our uh, overlord and uh, censorship maiden, uh, Susan Wajicki, here's to you, Susan. Uh, Other than that... uh, That's the tongue that could be up your ass if you help us out, Susan. I told you, Susan, I know if you <laughs> you quit fucking with our channel and just let us have our subscribers and let us have our views, not shadow ban us. Told you I'd be willing to lick your ass, but no, no, it's your loss. I mean, look, they used to call me the aardvark. I got a tongue like an aardvark. <laughs> You're missing out. Yeah. But uh, whatever, we'll just keep plodding along and. Uh, be content with our our small but loyal and devout uh, audience and just hope thank the narrative... you Todd. <laughs> yeah, thanks, speaking Todd. of our small but loyal and devout audience thank you yeah, Todd. Sh- actually, <laughs> shout out to uh yeah shout out to todd shuchuk shout out to gord mcfarling shout out yeah. to sean alley shout out to my mommy uh, yeah, shout out to anyone that's out there listening and watching. Actually, I know there's a couple of drivers that I work with that uh, that watch our channel. So, uh, Gary, James, at least the two of you, thanks for watching. Yeah, we got we got a few fans out there. And, uh, oh, here's a shout out. Uh, shout out to our uh, Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau. Once again, here's <laughs> to you, Justin. You're a fucking piece of garbage and I hope you die. And uh, will. we all will eventually. We all will, just some quicker than others, and I wish he would be one of the quicker ones. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I digress. <laughs> and on that note, folks, I guess we'll see y'all next week. Ciao for now. <laughs>